Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Here we are, springtime, beginning of March, time of renewal, all that dullness of winter is leaving, the snow is melted, and we're beginning to see signs of spring sprouting up everywhere. Natural time to think about detoxification and healing. In fact, I am doing an email educational series this month that you may want to sign up for. It's going to go deeper into the gut and your immune system because if you don't have a healthy immune system, it all comes from a healthy gut. So you've got to start there first. So you can sign up by going to the Good Earth Shop Facebook page or just email me and I'll be sure that you get signed up so that you will learn those important tools for gut health. A really basic part of healing is diet. So I'm going to go deep into the elimination diet today. It is a tool that I use about daily with my clients and customers. I love the Ayurvedic proverb from their spiritual text 3,000, 5,000 years ago, long time. When the diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When the diet is correct, medicine is of no need. Love that one. That's true prevention. And then this one, and it really applies for the elimination diet. One's man medicine is another man's poison. Both of these really bring home the importance of eating the best food for you. And we're all a little different depending on our genetics, our epigenetics, and our environment. So here is a list that... There are conditions that may respond to the elimination diet. Allergies, asthma, autoimmune disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, thyroid, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis. In fact, every year the list of autoimmune disorders increases and the amount increases. It is an epidemic of over 80 different diseases categorized as autoimmune. More diseases all the time are being even recategorized as autoimmune. My colleagues have written books like about this, you know, like doctors Amy Myers, <clears throat> Terry Walls, Isabella Wentz, and Datice Karazian. Elimination diet is the number one go-to for any autoimmune. You've got to start with the gut. Also conditions like just plain old rashes acne, which is epidemic anymore, teenage acne, arthritis, joint problems, atherosclerosis and cardiovascular disease, neurodegenerative disease like dementia, and even Dr. Dale Bredesen, the author of The End of Alzheimer's, I've taken his training, he uses the elimination diet. Also mood disorders, depression, anxiety, ADD, ADHD, lots of brain things, migraines, kidney, bladder problems, any inflammatory condition, truly about every chronic disease, about every digestive problem, headache, chronic sinus drainage, low energy, weight gain. Yeah, weight gain is a really big one that may come from food reactions causing craving, binging. I've seen the elimination diet used successfully for all of those conditions. One of the reasons we have to start with healing the gut is because 80% of your immune system resides in the gut lining. When you think about it, every time you eat, you are taking in 
foreign substances. We call it food. All day long, we have to digest and turn that into nutrients that nourish our cells. If our gut lining is is inflamed and leaky from eating the wrong foods, we're sending all of those things that are supposed to be eliminated, all the toxins, the undigested food, and the bacteria right back into our bloodstream, and that can overwhelm the immune system. The gut lining is supposed to be sealed really tight, like a zipper. In fact, the gut lining is only one cell thick, and it allows transport of those nutrients across into the circulation. The cell lining has what we call tight junctions that they just tightly control what is allowed across. They're like little channels, and they're trying to protect the body from, you know, keeping those things that are designed to be eliminated, the toxins, the bacteria, the undigested food, keeping them out of circulation. When those tight junctions break down, the gut has gotten inflamed, and that's where things leak across, and the circulation has to handle it. The liver deals with it over and over again. The immune system has to deal with it over and over, and that causes breakdown and disease. Hippocrates said it about 400 B.C., all disease begins in the gut. And you know, the more we find out, the more that makes sense. Too bad it's taken us this long to rediscover that wisdom. So health problems like these can be related to specific foods or foods eaten frequently. And really, when you look at your diet, you may be only eating the same five to 10 ingredients every day. You may be having cereal or toast for breakfast, a sandwich or wrap for lunch, pizza, lasagna for dinner. What if one or more of those foods are causing problems for you? You are poisoning yourself and possibly causing your problems at every meal. If you're sensitive to something eat, you're causing that leaky gut that is inflaming everything. Many people with food sensitivities don't even realize how awful they feel until you get rid of that food and remove it from the diet. You know, might just be getting used to feeling like 50% and then having to rely on caffeine and sugar to give you that burst of energy. And then that causes other problems, adrenals and blood sugar issues and all that. So we got to start with food reactions that are commonly overlooked. They can be hard to detect. Some reactions are easy to find because they occur immediately after you eat. You know, you can get an upset stomach or you can start to itch. Or if like a peanut allergy, it can be life-threatening. But in other cases, the symptoms are delayed by hours or even days. They're trickier to detect. You eat a food and that reaction may not show up several days later. It's almost impossible to say, wow, I ate this on Monday and it caused my rash on Thursday. But by taking all of those foods out, eliminating them for a period of time, maybe three to four weeks, and then you systematically add them back in one at a time, you get your answers. But you have to be really diligent in following the diet and then reintroducing it while watching for subtle hints of reactivity. So this is typically how it goes. You remove that potentially offending food from your diet for about a month and allow the body to recover and begin to function normally and efficiently. Again, rashes disappear, digestion normalizes, no more gas. 
the joints are feeling better, headaches are gone, or at least much improved, and the allergies are improving, and maybe even your thinking is getting clearer. Then you add one food back in, say dairy. That could be cheese, could be yogurt, ice cream, milk, and, oh my gosh, rash, bloating, or sinus drainage starts. That elimination diet, nothing better to uncover food that may be the culprit of your dysfunction. I love it in its simplicity. Simple, but maybe not easy, because if you're having cereal for breakfast, a sandwich at lunch, and a casserole for dinner, you may be looking at a big change. But I really don't know of a more useful tool for diagnosing food reactions, whether it's true allergy or intolerance or sensitivity. Some people do allergy testing, but that's only getting the immune responses. You know, it's harder to detect sensitivities. We really don't have good ways of doing that yet. You know, allergies are different. If you have an allergy, you know, it could be mild, something like a rash or itching or swelling or severe, like trouble breathing, wheezing, pass out. But a food allergy can really be life-threatening and a heck of a lot easier to detect. Sensitivity or intolerance is trickier. Perhaps chronic symptoms have failed to respond to conventional therapy. That may be the best place to start an elimination diet. You know, very common food reactions you've heard of is gluten. More accurately, probably the gliadin protein that is associated with gluten. But gluten is a protein found in wheat, barley, and rye. Causes problems in a lot of people, and the problem is on the rise. Gluten is that that protein that gives bread its texture. It's kind of like the lattice that the yeast uses to make the bread rise. The more gluten, the fluffier and the softer the bread is. So we have increased the gluten content of wheat. Gluten and gliatin proteins are considered inflammatory compounds in food that some people are super sensitive to. It can cause celiac, an autoimmune condition that actually destroys the lining of the digestive tract and interferes with absorption of nutrients. So you get nutrient depleted in everything. Or it can be an intolerance that can contribute to anything from rashes to arthritis to migraines. I mean, anything we talked about. And by the way, celiac disease like all the other autoimmune diseases, is on the rise. And it's not simply because we're looking for it more. Mayo Clinic reports the disease is four times more common than it was in 1950. You know, and then in a study that was published in the Journal of Enterology, analyzed blood samples in 9,000 men in the military from between 1948 to 1954. Of those blood samples, around that time, only 0.2% had celiac disease, not even 1%. Today, the incidence of celiac is four times greater, about one in 100. And doctors don't know why celiac is on the rise. It may be due to the changes in wheat, how it's grown, how it's processed, or the overconsumption of it, or its processing, or the toxins in our environment. Yes, even excess vaccinations are being explored. 
Researchers are looking everywhere for clues on why autoimmunity is such an epidemic these days. Something or maybe some things are contributing. You know, so much has changed in the last 70 years. While it's really concerning that celiac is so misdiagnosed, I mean, a lot of times it's just considered irritable bowel syndrome. And it's been estimated for every person diagnosed with celiac, another 30 people have not been diagnosed. So this leads to malnutrition, early death, life without health, vitality, and longevity, all because of the wrong food. There's a whole other category with trouble with gluten that's called non-celiac gluten sensitive. It can be anything. It can be a rash. It can be brain fog. It can be joint inflammation, constipation, diarrhea, just to name a few things. It can be migraines. You name it. There is no test at this point to say you are gluten sensitive. Got to do the elimination diet. And when gluten is eliminated, condition goes away. And when it's reintroduced, the problem comes back. So elimination diet is just a real efficient way to find out if gluten or something else is a problem. But gluten elimination is only one component. And correlation connection between digestive problems is just the beginning of the potential benefits. You know, gluten is one, but other typical foods, dairy, corn, peanuts, bananas, eggs, potatoes, tomatoes, and other members of the nightshade families. So these are some of the things that we eliminate for the period of time and allow the gut to heal. When 80% of our immune system resides in the gut lining, we must heal it if we want to heal anything else. And the elimination diet is the best place to start really any health problems. Most people today are following what's called the SAD diet the standard American diet. It's really bad for everybody, pro-inflammatory, pro-allergenic, contains toxins that are difficult for the body to eliminate, low in nutrients, and some of these foods may induce low-grade reactions like we've talked about. So elimination diet answers the question of what is the right food for each of us. And remember, it's only short term. It's not like you got to live like that forever. We're going to eliminate things for three to four weeks, then reintroduce them slowly to see how our body is going to react. And, you know, it may end up being your favorite food. I'm not sure why, but that's clinically what I've seen for the last 20 years. So as they say, pomegranates over prescriptions Food is medicine in all respects. It is the information that talks to our cells. So, of course, it's the foundation of all my programs, the 90-day rejuvenation, the 90-day weight loss reboot. And if you're interested in working with me, check out my website, debford.com. I've got a class starting actually today for the weight loss that uses the elimination diet. And really, it goes into all the things that we know affect excess weight and weight gain. So part of it is finding the best diet for you for the rest of your life, helping you to have greater health, vitality, and longevity. Thank you for listening to another edition of today's nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, have a spectacular day and please take really good care of yourself.